0: The following episode of An Evening at the Movies is brought to you by the I Did Not Make These Rankings Podcast Network, Masturbators, The Sip List, An Evening at the Movies, Crushgasm, and Love is Black all bring you this following episode. Thank you very much and have a nice day. welcome welcome to an evening at the movies everybody's favorite movie-based podcast where we eat stale popcorn drink watered down sodas and discuss all of our favorite movies and yet why we love them i am extremely excited to reveal to those of you who haven't been stalking me on or in amanda on facebook that this is our not first but second anniversary episode happy birthday Yay. to an evening at the movies Congrats! Woo! It is exciting, and I am very happy to be here and celebrate with these wonderful people that are here tonight with us. But before we go too much further, um, I need to welcome my co-host, as always.
1: Welcome, or thank you. Yeah, I'm here. I wish Jen was here so we could go tink. <laughs> Oh, and I just realized that joke does not have context if you weren't there for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. Uh, mm-hmm. It does not. Oh man. Okay.
0: <laughs> Jim was can be a little problematic too.
1: Well, it wouldn't be because it wasn't meant that it wasn't that. But she was Jim was drunk and we were clinking and we kept saying clink and she was like drunk and she was like chink. <laughs> so it was funny <laughs> if you were there. And now I realize that that sounds like a bad thing, but that's not what it was. Clink.
0: Okay, move on. So we've got a couple returning guests with us tonight. Um, Before we do that, though, I'm going to welcome a first-time guest on An Evening at the Movies because that's how we roll, and we go first-timers first and then returning guests second. So welcome to the show for the first time. Kendra, tell us about yourself and your podcast and all the good stuff.
2: I'm so honored. Thank you for having me. I'm Kendra, the host of Gasm, the podcast where guests come through and we kind of have like a little slumber party. We talk about crushes from middle school to movies and everything in between. And yeah, you know, it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome.
1: Oh. And it won't stop. <laughs> I don't have a soundboard. I have to pull it up on YouTube. <laughs>
0: and next up we're going to go with the half awake member of our group dre welcome hello hello hello
3: i at the time of this uh recording I, I forgot when this was coming out but at the time of this recording i am very very sleepy if you see this and watch this i am i am not high. this is what i'm gonna say I'm not high. i am not high. i'm just really really exhausted but I am Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I don't, I'm not Listen, I'm not ashamed to say I'm high. All right, listen, my job doesn't care if I lost on my high work, and uh, it's legal here, so I'm good. So, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <Let> uh, <laughs> my name is DeAndre Robinson. I'm a host of Everything Nasty Bitters. Uh, there was three count uh, brackets. Uh, uh, the I I Mickey Mickeylinett drafts um, and season to season and I'm very always happy to be here to talk about favorite movies on this on this very very show so thank you
0: we're glad you are here and last but not least really quick everybody's favorite AARP member who as of today I can officially say because, This episode will be dropping on February 10th, and it is three days after my birthday. I will be joining the club with our other guest tonight. So we will both be AARP members. But joining us again tonight, we have the great
4: Harvey with us. Welcome, Harvey. Thank you very much. I appreciate the invitation. It is always a pleasure to be here. I am very happy to be here. (laughs) Uh, um, um, sorry, I am I am, of course A part of this wonderful group Of the I did not make these rankings Podcast network um, Host of Men of the prize the podcast Emotional space for men Co-host of love is black podcast Co-host The other co-host The real reason people even listen Is for the hot wife Carice. Um, We just talk about relationships And the culture Fun times are had discussions are had respectfully and with love and that's the fun times but we're talking about probably my favorite subject aside from my hot life i say
1: you out kicked your coverage with her harvey
4: i what i said you
1: out kicked your coverage with that one you
4: think so i no, i
1: think you guys are beautiful together
4: thank you very much she is cute though i i agree i got lucky
1: I wouldn't kick her out of bed. Okay. <laughs> Stephanie's <So>, here too. <laughs> she says happy birthday to us, her anniversary.
0: So, um, you guys supposed
1: to speak dinosaur? I do.
2: I do.
3: Really I'm not cool. hot
0: enough. <laughs> really quick, cool before we get into the movies that we're going to discuss tonight. Um, We want to do something because it's the anniversary episode and we haven't done it in a while. So we are going to um, induct some people into the Icon slash Hall of Fame club for an evening at the movies. Amanda has a couple celebrity inductions she would like to make really quick. And then I will do the other portion of it. And then we will get to the subject for the night.
1: Okay. Well, since I got to pick the celebrity icons, um, I picked uh, a man and a woman. Keep it even. Um, and I have decided to go with Denzel Washington first because I I really can't think of a bad movie he's done. There's some that I don't enjoy as much as others but I feel like he's just so incredible and his presence and everything he does is just like gold, and God, that man is sexy. Well,
3: <laughs> just well, I don't know about the sexiness, but there's one bad movie. I don't give did nobody say it Nobody said Him and Russell Crowe made that horrible fucking uh, uh, movie. Uh, um, just
4: uh, I, I know what you're um, talking about. Yeah, it's, I, ter- oh, yeah. it's terrible. Uh, Okay, uh, I know what
3: you're no, talking about. Yeah, oh it's, a yeah. it's a bad cop movie. It's a even the cop he was a prisoner. Like it was, it was like it was so bad. It was so fucking bad. But I love Denzel though. You heard okay, I haven't
1: I seen that one. So I, I haven't seen every single movie of his. So you know, that's probably fair. Um, and again, they're not all my favorites, but some of them are my favorites. Um, The Preacher's Wife, I can watch over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again. Um and a bunch of other ones too. Uh so with that. How I got to my second one is actually a link to Denzel in one of my favorite movies of both his and hers. So our second inductee is going to be Julia Roberts.
4: Pelican Brief. Yes,
1: I loved that movie. I loved their chemistry, and she's just a queen. I, I love everything she does, too. Again, not everything's my favorite, but I just think she's incredible. And I'm really excited to watch her new movie with George Clooney. I haven't seen it yet what's it called Ticket to Paradise or something like that I don't know it looks really cute so yes I thought of Denzel first and then that's how I got to her so that's who I picked
0: I'm not gonna lie I'm surprised it's been two years and we have not done one John Grisham movie yet on any ring of the
4: movies I've
1: suggested them I want to do Runaway Jury real bad and the client I would
4: do Rainmaker with you Rainmaker actually so underappreciated it's really good
1: and the Pelican Brief
4: Time
1: so,
4: to, a time to,
0: I forget that a time to kill. Yes, yes. Uh, that I'm not going to lie, I I will mark out at this point. But a time to kill is probably my favorite Matthew McConaughey performance of all time. Yes, you deserve to die, and I hope you burn
3: in hell. Yes, burn in hell. <laughs> that one so, is
1: so difficult for me. It's such a great movie, but especially since I've become a parent and just gotten older, it's really hard for me to watch. But it's hard not to watch. Because the performances are incredible. But I definitely can't get through it without crying and my heart constricting. So yes.
0: Yeah, there you go. Um, great, great ideas. You definitely I not where I thought you were going with your picks, but I'm not upset with either of the two of them. They're both very deserving actors and deserve to be labeled as icons.
1: Honestly, there I was gonna pick two people that died last year and then I changed my mind. So, and I That's can't not- remember who all we have in there already, but I know we don't have enough ladies, so.
0: I don't think we've inducted, I think Julia Roberts is the first she, female. She probably celebrity. is,
1: actually, yeah. I you
4: were going to say Viola Davis, since you were talking about the link to Denzel. Mm.
3: Oh, yeah. This is, oh, so good. This, this yeah. is so good. Everything she's she perfect he's unreal. Jesus,
4: I mean, the performance is unbelievable. But the book, if you read, I would, if you can read August Wilson first, I would read it. You can read and the performance, is hard. <laughs> it's they're amazing, they're amazing. Like, you can, I feel like I'm watching it, and he, Denzel, kind of like is like a fan watching her perform at times because she's on, she is amazing. She's, amazing. yeah, she is, she, she really is. is. Okay, so mm-hmm. yeah, she's
1: a queen
4: damn
1: right all
0: right so moving right along um, I would like to hopefully say that I hope I have our three guests attention when I say this but as far as the people I would like to make icons on an evening at the movies Harvey (laughs) Dre and even Kendra. Oh my.
1: wow! And even Kendra,
2: <laughs>
4: especially Kendra.
0: Kendra making her debut and automatically becoming an icon.
4: But I know I that you. means you, special girl.
0: Mm-hmm. Yay! She
2: wants to get on Crush Crushgasm so much sooner.
0: <laughs> oh, that's the one. Damn, the one I'm trying to jump Sorry. in front of Harvey on the waiting list. So that
4: was part of the reason. <laughs> But oh my the main God. reason...
1: Flattery will get you everywhere, sir.
4: I'm only getting on Crush Chasm in, in memorium or something. I'm <laughs> and then that's that little video thing at
0: the beginning.
1: No, <laughs> don't say that.
4: <laughs> so, but, but seriously. No,
0: seriously, though, I mean, even though this is Kendra's first appearance, she is a significant part of the network. And she's done a lot for helping create the website, helping keep all of our episodes always posted each and every week on the website and I couldn't invite Harvey and Dre to be icons without acknowledging the fact that Kendra puts in just as much work if not more work than the rest of us so it's not a true icon induction without inducting all three of you guys so and we're all in this together so I am Honored to invite all three of you to be icons on an evening at the movies, and you can staple it to your resume, and that'll help you get jobs for future reference. Exactly. So, do we, awesome. do we get do we get such and pictures? I like to think Whoa. my
3: mom and my dad. I, I uh, said we need
1: some kind of. Tupac. Oh,
3: sorry. I like to think my mom, Biggie, Tupac, Kendrick Lamar, Colin Kaepernick, Will Smith.
0: Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Harvey's going to be thanking him for that. Thank whoever
4: you want, bro. That's probably bad. It's cool. (laughs) All right. Congratulations. That was a great
0: speech. (laughs) Thank you. It was was funny and it was definitely yes. Um, So, what we're going to do tonight is um, we're going to talk about a couple movies for each of us that have impacted our lives significantly because, well, we're a movie-based podcast, and movies are a big part of all of our lives. So, um, I would like to turn the microphone over to one of our new icons and my fellow AARP member, Harvey.
1: You know, you should really tell people you guys aren't actually that old, because if people don't know us, they're going to believe you.
4: <laughs> if people like, hair, look at my picture, they'll see the damn I'm 55 but... is it 55 I've had gray hair I since know. I was like 23 so I don't <laughs> know it's just the way it's always been for me I don't know what to tell you I'm an old soul I guess that's the best way to describe it um we're not I old guess classic. Exactly. exactly distinguished dare I say you know um,
1: perfectly aged
4: thank you exactly <laughs> um I guess to do this and I will be as timely as possible. Because, you know, as much as enjoyable as this is, there are little people running around my house who probably won't let me go more than 20 minutes before they demand attention. I will say this. I grew up loving music and movies. I had parents with divorce. I lived in a house. I was kind of by myself. So I sat in my room and I listened to music all the time. That's why I, I consider myself pretty much an aficionado of music. And a little bit later, went to college and then moved. So a few, there's like, there's 30 movies that really do for me. But since I only have time to pick a few, if you <laughs> know me, you know my favorite movie of all time is The Godfather. We just get that out the way. It is filmmaking. Really? To, at its Yeah, imagine that. And if you can't <laughs> see the screen, my name for this episode is Francis Ford Harvandre. You know, Coppola, I believe. is Yeah, the you wish you could
1: movie. put that on your resume. Yeah.
4: I would. Oh, baby. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I loved. I took speed reading in high school. So I read pretty fast. I read The Godfather. I read that book in about two hours. After finishing that book, I was like, what is this? And then me, I, re, I can read really fast. So, okay, so
1: can I, but that's like a <laughs> whole level. I, I, took, no,
4: reader, I took speed reading in high school, one of the I? best things I've ever done. And I <laughs> love it. So I can rip through books. I read that book and then watched the movie and watched it in awe. And everything about it is perfect. The acting, the drama, the cinematography, the costumes, the everything is amazing. I love movies because of The Godfather. Everything about it. And it's a little less than three hours, but it feels short to me because I just love the film. I love watching good acting. I love a good story. So that it affected me because it's really the genesis of my love for movies. So if anybody who talks to me and knows that I have an innate and a really annoying amount of knowledge for movies that won't help me in any way, I know shit that I need not know. It's not gonna help me get a job, but you know, or a date or anything, but it's a random information that I know. So that's why it's important. The other movie that I will pick is affects me differently, and that's Malcolm X. As we record this, we record it at the beginning, at the at the entrance of Black History Month. And once I started getting into movies, I was, and I didn't know it, but I was always looking for me in film. I was always looking for somebody who looked like me, who talked like me, who had the same ideals, who was a bad guy who looked like me, whatever. And it wasn't really until Malcolm X that I saw an icon, no pun intended for this episode, <laughs> but a person who represented what being black is? Going through our struggles, life has hit you hard, transformation, and I'm not a non religious person, I'm an atheist, but his transformation from the man he was, red, to the man he became. Watching that movie was amazing. Just seeing the performance, and of course it's Denzel. And for the longest time, and I'm terrible about this, I swore that Denzel looked just like Malcolm X. And then if you and you're so engrossed in the movie, you don't realize that he doesn't look like him that much at all. He it's doesn't a suit in the glasses,
1: he, like right.
4: That's it. But he and he ta- he grabs a hold of that role so well that you kind of feel like you're in there with him. Either way, what he represented, and the saddest part about it is with famous or important black icons, their untimely death. So to see how he came into this world, what he became, what he represented, and then to know and I, by that age I knew what was going to happen but to know that his, that he, they were going to kill him. So yeah. that's the story. Malcolm X's story is what I love but I was filmed and Spike Lee did it with the grace, the respect, the love that a Black person would when you tell a Black story. And the acting was amazing. It's everybody we love. It's Denzel. Spike is in there a little bit. It's it's a hard thing to watch because a lot of what he wanted to change hasn't a lot of what a lot of the issues we still do. He was talking about dealing with back then are still here. They might be a little bit more hidden. They might be more subtle, but at times you may feel like he lived a life that, you know, he didn't get what he wanted. And I hope we eventually will get there. But in terms of film, in terms of impact for me, those are two of many films that really really hit me. One as just a film lover in The Godfather, and one as a black film lover in Malcolm X. So
0: very nice.
4: Those are both
0: amazing. those are me.
3: so God of the Truth. Um and just says now one Malcolm X is doing a fucking great movie. So a fucking amazing overall movie. I might be I'm not a big fan of *Godfather*. when I'm talking about the Godfather, no offense, but Michael mm-hmm. Bass is fucking amazing. Howard though, that movie changed something about me as well. And people are gonna laugh at this. I to my son, but this the of truth. Just like the fucking spoon and get out. If somebody said get your hands out of my pocket, any 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 uh like uh area, like stage area, I'm running. This is a rap flag. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I hear get your hands out of my pocket, mm-hmm. it's a rap. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's, it's a rap, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going, I'm, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. <laughs> All right. All right. That shit scared the shit out of me for <laughs> for <Yeah. laughs> I'm sorry
1: I interrupted your Black Panther party <laughs> for a I'm like it's
4: so stupid. <laughs> uh, agreed, agreed. Malcolm is That's is hard. It and it's a great movie. It's black history. And I I don't know. For some reason, I feel like we're gonna get to a point where it's gonna be hard to find that movie because slowly but surely. We're trying to block off black history. And I'm in the state with an idiot governor who's yeah, trying to get are. rid of black history. Of trying AP to get rid black of everything? history. He's a degenerate in Cut every all the
1: books way. He's off the shelves. You know he's running for president. That's who. Of course he is. Oh yeah,
4: that's what all this is. That's what all this is.
1: He gets shit done. I mean, I hate Donald Trump with a passion. I don't want to see him be president again. But he's a fucking buffoon. Ron DeSantis does what he says he's going to do, which is terrifying. Anyway, sorry. Tangent.
4: No problem. No. So no. So my last line from that is basically, I appreciate black film, especially historical black film, because I feel like it's going to be hard to find them soon. I own Malcolm X on DVD. I'm going to always be able to watch it. All these black movies, i always be able to see. With that said, like,
0: yeah. um, I would like to officially say that um, I see Harvey's point where he's talking about how Malcolm X might not be something that comes up down the road when we talk about black history and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, With the fact that we're doing biopics in April, I would really, really like to put this movie on the schedule to do in April. It's a great movie, and it deserves all the credit and all the love in the world that we can share about it. If any of you guys would like to come on and discuss that movie. In April with us, I would greatly appreciate it. Sweet.
4: So, hey Harvey's volunteering. Harvey's saying yes. <laughs> I will uh, definitely, I will talk about Malcolm X anytime. What else? Are you going to do Amadeus?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. It's not.
4: Well, <laughs> I mean, we haven't officially
0: set anything in stone yet, but I figured Malcolm X <laughs> is definitely one of those movies that FK. Like, it's, a, it's a great biopic. And it's a story that needs to be told, and people need to understand everything that encompasses that whole story.
1: All right, well, we're doing Selena. You
0: promised. I did promise Selena, (laughs) even though Selena lost in the first round of our.
2: I don't give a fuck.
1: (laughs) I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't. (laughs)
0: So yes, definitely great movies, and if any of you, like you said, Harvey volunteered to come on, if any, Kendra and Dre, if you guys want to come on, you are more than welcome as well.
3: So you just give me an idea, though, and I'm going to to put this together soon, but for Master British, uh Brackets, I am going to make a top 104 biopic, uh, biopic movie bracket.
1: I'm surprised we haven't done that yet.
3: Yeah, I need that as a draft as well. Yeah. It, it, a, man, I'm, I'm gonna get 200 of them right now, so yeah, yeah. I wow. Damn, we
0: okay.
1: did it on the sip list, so I have a very long list as well because I wrote down like 60 no
0: So the list is long and distinguished, yes, like your Johnson,
1: like my husband's.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> world,
1: George. he's six foot eight, that's don't lie. <laughs> Anyway, I
0: opened the
1: door you really for that
0: did. one. So, really quick, because I know some of us may have to disappear really quick. Um, before we move on to our next guest movies, I want to announce really quick that we also have winners from the greatest movie franchise oh, yeah. bracket that we just completed. Um, I'm going to let Amanda announce who won the third and fourth place game. because. <laughs>
2: Rude.
0: I'm nice like that. <laughs> and for so, those of you, she's giving me the bird. So
1: you know the finger. <laughs> um, okay, so uh for those that don't know, the third and fourth place games were Halloween versus night round Elm Street, and the voters got it completely wrong and chose night round elm street as the third place and Halloween as the fourth place. I'm willing to accept it, it is what it is, and I don't have a choice, but Y'all need to do better next time. Michael Myers is way better than Freddy Krueger. <laughs> the movies are better. Y'all are tripping. But um, re- regardless, that's how it went. Third place, no on the Street. Fourth place, Halloween. What?
0: No vote shaming. It all went down fair and square.
1: I didn't say it, did not <laughs> Y'all are entitled to your wrong opinions.
0: <laughs> With that said... Um, We also have the winner of the entire 64 franchise bracket, and it legitimately came down to probably the two franchises that Amanda and I thought it was going to come down to, Harry Potter versus Star Wars. I said it would
1: be.
0: I agreed with you.
1: I didn't think it. I knew it.
0: Sorry. So, Harry Potter versus Star Wars, and... Not going to lie, I did not think it was going to go down this way, but we had a 50-50 split when it came down to votes. So with all of that said, we had to implement the infamous, I did not make these rankings tiebreaker. And by a final vote of three to two, Ah. the winner... Of the franchise bracket is Dre. You say it better than I do.
4: Harry Potter,
1: Harry Potter,
4: Potter, Potter. pull out a cloak or something. It was about, I thought it was about to (laughs) get (laughs) serious. I need
1: Abby to bring me her wand, (laughs) Harry
3: Potter,
4: Lingardia Leviosa. I am happier. I am less happy that Harry Potter won, and more happy that Star Wars won. Yes. <laughs> well, Just
0: like okay, because we all know that you did not take Final Destination beating mm-hmm. The Godfather yeah. very well.
4: Yeah, yeah. Any other person was doing this bracket, I'd be like, you know, this is you know, this is Fugazi, but <laughs> because it's within, because it's the network. Then I have to respect it, and you know it is what it well, is.
1: No, you don't have to do anything. But
4: right, exactly, exactly. All I have to do is stay black all and All you have
1: to do is pay taxes yeah. and die. Stay black.
4: <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> have fun talking about movies. I bid you all adieu. Oh, Good
2: night. Thanks for
4: coming, Harvey. Okay. And Bye. I will speak tomorrow. There's more time to speak, and don't miss me too much. We won't. See you <laughs> <laughs> Later, guys.
0: Later. All right, so next up, we're going to let Kendra talk about her okay. impact movie.
2: Okay, so uh, you guys know I always come with something random. <laughs> yeah. I know, that's
0: what I'm excited for, is like, what the <laughs> hell did Kendra come up with for discussing?
2: So, um, the first, mo- do you want me to talk about both of them?
0: Yeah, go ahead, we can do it just like Harvey did.
2: So the first one is my second favorite movie of all time, and it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the original (laughs) little claymation. It's not because I love Christmas or anything. It's because my hometown is literally like the island of misfit toys. My mom always says if you put everyone in the town together, you'd have a full set of teeth, very white (laughs) very messy. So that's how I grew up. And then I also grew up like the only like mixed kid in this very like white Hispanic kind of town until my brother was born. But and like, you my were mom, a misfit toy. Yeah. And like, I was like, I, again, I was the only like mixed black kid. It was really confusing. And my mom, of all my friends, I was the only one with like just a mom. And like, we were the poorest of all my friends. So I did always feel that kind of misfit thing. And it did feel like, kind of like, oh, I feel bad being different. But Hermie and Rudolph when they got there it's like they know it's like okay to be a misfit you kind of have to embrace your differences and I always like that Hermie was very punk rock like he was born to do this one Mm -hmm. thing that he said I don't want to do all that I just want to be a dentist and I always just like really took that to heart and that's why I am the way I am I'm a little misfit she thinks I'm cute she thinks I'm cute (laughs) he's so adorable And then my second one is Toy Story 4. <laughs> so that has two really good lessons. Uh, in this world, I think with social media and everything, we're always, like, pressured to feel so perfect. But what I loved is Forky was really, like, self-aware that he was trash. But he was still loved by the little kid. Like, he was a piece of trash, but you could, like, still be loved. And I like that lesson. Because sometimes you just have to embrace that you're trash and a misfit. And then the other one is Woody Story Because I lived my whole life in California and it's like the perfect state. But when my husband was like, let's move, I was like, I don't know, I don't know. And I had to think like, well, Woody had his roots and he was like so settled, but he had to like break it and like go find that adventure somewhere. So that's why I like Toy Story 4. And I don't, it's not as great as 3. 3 is a masterpiece, should have won the Mm -hmm. Oscar, but 4 was just as good in storytelling. I think it was its own little movie though. I don't think it belonged in the trilogy, but yeah, (laughs) those are my two.
0: Oh, I love Is it. Has there been an animated movie that's won Best Picture? No. I didn't no. think there was when we were doing the research for last week's drafts. Well, not, I
1: mean, very few have even been nominated. Yeah. I,
2: I, And Kanto was, and I'm trying to think what else. Beauty and the Beast was the first. Okay. Yeah. And then so they not actually, many. I don't think since Beauty and then they gave them their own category, and Shrek was the first to win the Best Animated. 2001.
0: Mhm. Yeah, Shrek. And for all you people that love Shrek, who beat Shrek out in the franchise bracket? Third and place for Kruger. Thank you very much. A- anything everything should have. Donkey. Donkey. Well, great great movies, Kendra. Both of them. Well done. Well done. One Rudolph and Toy Story 4 is I love the whole Toy Story franchise, so
2: I love it, but two. Two's not my
3: yeah, two's me. Oh, don't tell Cam. She picked that in her <laughs> <I was>
2: like, <laughs> sequel, so I was like, eh. It almost got her a win. It almost yeah. got her a win. <laughs> I voted for hers. and I think about two. Mm. Yeah, three.
1: Love
3: it.
0: Yeah. That was actually an interesting draft. I both of those drafts. I wow. I think we all did incredibly well and whoever wins either of the two of them obviously we know who won the first one right but yeah.
3: but it, it was close i mean he only won by well no it wasn't a lie he won by five votes. <laughs> uh, so dre really? what Bye.
1: movies have impacted your life
3: okay this is where the show gets black um
1: <laughs> finally <laughs> so, jesus so, no,
3: i uh let's go young 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 Blit, young dre here um and uh let's go to five her- let's go to five heartbeats mm. Robert Townsend made uh a movie about uh five a uh, second group in the, in the 60s 70s and 80s uh and 90s actually um and they had to go through a lot uh uh like if you ask anybody that it's actually just a biopic. They'll say yes. It's not a biopic. This is actually was really good, really done, well done movie. It's one of a, a Black Stable. Uh, the reason why it's impacting me so much um, is uh, my mom named my, my mom nicknamed me my brother after this movie. Uh, My nickname was JT and his nickname was Duck. And we actually turned out to be super similar to those people (laughs) in that movie. Uh, So it's just really such a good movie. Uh, Robert Townsend, Leon, uh, 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 Pops from uh, Friday, uh, rest in peace to him, um, John Witherspoon. uh, It's just, just such a really, really good classic black movie. And definitely, Back my life a lot. I know all the songs, it's just so good. Uh, and next, let's talk, let's talk about now. Dre, actually, now I'm not talking about Dre, 34 year old Dre. Actually, now I could come to America, come to America is one of my favorite songs, obviously, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go with Antoine Fisher here. Oh,
1: Ooh. Denzel again.
3: I'm going to go Denzel again. Antoine Fisher, uh, here only because uh, you guys know this and just out there now, I just found my real dad and. Mm-hmm. And this is how my life feels right now. Like it feels like Antoine Fisher. Antoine Fisher went through foster care. I went through foster care. He had to go through some horrible shit when he was a kid. I had to go through some horrible shit when, you know, when I was a kid. He guys left together. I got left together. He married beautiful. I love Emily to death. Um, uh, and she's
0: beautiful. Mm, yeah. Well, well <laughs> she knows that. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, he she sang to her on a podcast. He. He found beautiful.
3: he he found his uh he found his um his his new his new family. I literally just found that that I have another dad, uh, and that family is taking me in something crazy. So uh, yeah, really? it's it's fucking beautiful. Uh, they they text me every every single day. They text me every day. Um, he started calling me son. I just talk to my quote unquote grandma right now. Like so, right now. I cry. cry- <laughs> I do not let anybody to cry, but yeah, Antoine Fisher right now this uh, has a, a different meaning to me. I, I always thought it was a good fucking movie. Actually, it's very underrated. Antoine Fisher is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm still here. I'm too strong, and this and and, and and this is where you get Viola Davis first first Viola Davis as she's, uh, as as, as a, like the drugged out mom, and mm-hmm. and she just still did a good job in this, and it's such a good fucking movie. So. But now that all this shit happened, this movie is something different to me now. So Antoine Fisher is uh, my uh, my next one. So the five heartbeats and Antoine Fisher.
0: Wow, great choices as well. You guys came hard today with yeah, and it's your turn too. So good luck with that. I'm glad I'm following you.
1: Well, man. I don't know what to pick.
0: Um, Halloween.
1: Actually, my first pick is Halloween. And it's not because it's my favorite movie, although that, you know, that clearly plays into it. It's because it started my love of horror movies and my appreciation of film in general. You know, the, what they did with such little money and just with lighting and music and jump scares, like it was just perfection. And I think about, you know, all those young filmmakers that wanted to do what John Carpenter did or, you know, what George Lucas did or whatever. I just, for a movie, and I'm, this is going to sound like I'm copying Freddie with his final destination shit, but I'm not. But if a movie can scare you into adulthood, And you can't watch it in the dark by yourself until you're like 25 years old. That has an impact. And if I hear the music from that and I don't know what's coming, it will make me jump. Um, And I I realize that I I scare easily, but I just think that's how impactful that whole movie is. And it's so simple. So that movie is always going to be special to me just because it introduced me to a whole new world, albeit at too young of an age, but it made me the movie fanatic I am and the horror fanatic that I am. So it's always going to get all my love, regardless of what people think of it. My other one is, um, I'm going to bring a sad movie to this too, um, Dead Poets Society.
3: Oh, Captain, my captain.
1: Yeah. Now, obviously, I didn't go to boarding school. I didn't live in the 50s or whatever. But Oh,
3: I didn't live in the 50s. So I went to boarding school.
1: <laughs> I just, you know, it it was my first movie, really, that I can remember seeing anything about suicide. And I just thought how awful it must have been, you know. And looking back on it now as an adult, it seems so stupid. I'm like, you had your whole life ahead of you. You just had to get through, like, two more years and then, you know. But when you're that age, everything affects you so differently. And plus, Knox Overstreet was like the love of my life. <laughs> back then, I wanted a boy to woo me the same way he wooed Chris. Looking at it now, maybe it was a little too obsessive. But back in the day, I was like, <laughs> I want someone to fall in love with me and want me that bad. Um I always wished I'd had a teacher like that, you know the whole movie is just so inspiring and it just really hit me hard I'm like these these kids are my age and he's committing suicide. like it's just you know it made me it made me think that if somebody if I ever meet anybody that thinks they don't have a way out, I'm gonna try to help them because I that's just so heartbreaking. Damn red Foreman being a complete bastard in that movie.
3: Mm. it
1: was hard for me to watch that 70s show at first because he put such a bad taste in my mouth with Dead Poet Society it took me a little bit to get on board so
0: and that's not his only asshole performance that he had before that 70s show either (coughs) rebel cop yeah Uh,
1: Dead Poet Society definitely the worst I mean (laughs) just damn all this kid wanted to do was be in theater and of course you know nobody appreciated that back then or whatever he could have been famous and bought his parents a house and instead he did and ethan hawk i i cry so hard every time when he finds out and then you know the whole "Oh captain my captain at the end like okay so yeah
3: that's when you find out that uh rest in peace to Robin williams but his acting chops is way more than just comedy Mm-hmm. Way more than just comedy,
1: and we've discussed I this on think, um, this show that that I think his dramatic roles far outweigh his comedic roles.
3: Hell yeah! The this uh, um, the, the them, I'm sorry, I'm tired, but the good Will Hunting, the hunting, hunting, hunting uh, for, uh, Patch 20, Adams, forty hour photo, I mean, uh, uh,
1: one hour photo, one, one hour okay. photo,
3: which we, <laughs> <laughs> <we're just> a <laughs> different side of which <laughs> <laughs> a different side of a different side.
0: Yeah, so Robin Williams is a good dude.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I I would pick yeah. one of his dramatic roles over. I mean, Awakenings. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, and he was hilarious, but he just he brought such a relatability and sensitivity to everything he did that was dramatic, except for One Hour Photo.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sure lie. some people relate to that. <laughs>
0: I don't know who all got nominated the year that Goodwill Hunting, or not Goodwill Hunting, because obviously he won for Goodwill Hunting. But um, I don't know who all got nominated the year Dead Poet Society came out. But that had to be a hell of a damn field for him to not get a nomination. For that. To well, while Amanda's going on to Google, I'm going <laughs> to acknowledge the fact that she has, like everybody else, made great selections. I'm going to make my first selection right now. And it is recently a Blu ray that I found at Walmart for $5 in the $5 bin. It is Who Framed Roger Rabbit?
3: Yes. Uh, Emily's going to love you.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to. I literally saw the 25th anniversary Blu ray in the $5 bin. I was like, nope, I'm buying it. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> it's like three times more than that on freaking Amazon. So fuck Amazon. Daniel
1: Day Lewis won for my left foot. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> my left foot.
0: So
3: so so, so 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 Truth, and sorry to, to cut you off. Uh sorry. Uh, no, you're fine. But I was th- I'll think about this today, uh, about people that are just just famous, but you don't but you don't know who they are. Cause God of Truth, I don't know who Daniel Day Lewis is. Uh, <laughs> Last of the Deacons? I didn't
2: see that either. <laughs> well, you didn't miss much in Abraham Lincoln. That's was pretty yeah. boring.
3: I, I mean I know I know the story. He 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 goes to he goes to the <laughs>
2: <pow.
0: Me, me.
1: laughs> Spoiler
0: alert. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Lincoln got shot? Are you kidding me? <laughs> what at the theater? Or, I
1: know of right? all places.
0: And, and God,
3: truth all, I didn't have to watch that boring ass movie. I, I've I literally <laughs> just watched uh, um, National Treasure, and, and they, they, they told me so. <laughs> gonna...
1: Or Abraham Lincoln
3: Vampire Hunter. Right. which actually was actually? I'm not gonna lie. I actually did kind of enjoy it. It was so cheap. Oh, I it was, that it, was movie. it was so bad that was good. Like the, the, I love was that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So,
0: Roger Rabbit is an incredible movie. Yes. Especially at the time, the way it blends animation together with live action. It's a fun story that you can literally just sit back and watch and enjoy and laugh. And it never, to me, it never gets old. I know other people in our, Little group love this movie as well. Not going to name any names. I love it. Well, I know, but... She played Patty Cake. She played <laughs> Patty <King>.
2: had <laughs> Shaved haircut. <laughs> to be...
1: I will say that movie did traumatize me a little bit only because I can't stand the part where he kills the shoe. When
3: he puts the shoe in the dip, and he's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. "No, no, no, no! It, it, it was just me. Or, or, or was that just murder in front of cops? That like, he was murder! Yeah, was a murder—a cartoon in front of, of the whole police force, and no, nobody did shit. The, 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 the cartoon didn't do did nothing. All he did was rub against the leg, and he went. Oh, I'm sorry. But, 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 That's no.
0: almost as bad as if I I had picked Titanic would have gone off.
3: You would put Titanic, and I would have left.
1: No, I, I cried the first time I watched it. I was like, Mom, why did that happen? He just killed. Like, I was so upset.
0: <laughs> yeah, because that movie came out literally, Amanda was like nine years old. I was like 11. And Dre, Dre was literally just born when it came out.
1: Mm-hmm. I used to be able to draw Jessica oh. Rabbit perfectly. I got obsessed with drawing Jessica Rabbit. Don't ask me why. Maybe I had lesbian <laughs> tendencies when I was nine, but I could draw her. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. <laughs> that, that, I could draw her really
3: well. That's one cartoon that's universal that she's just hot. Like, oh, like, yeah. like, like 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 you could say like like Lola Bunny and Jessica Rabbit for some reason, those two are just hot. Uh mm-hmm. and and, and anybody Boone. else anybody else you say hot, the, the people think you're crazy. But you say, Oh, Jessica Rabbit's hot. I'm like, oh yeah. Well, yeah.
1: And I love the love story that because you know people are always like, well, how did that guy land that girl? Like, why is she married to a rabbit? And she's just like, he makes me laugh. And (laughs) it's like, if more guys would watch that and understand, if they could be nice and sensitive and have a good sense of humor, that's all we're looking for, for the most part.
3: And long shafts.
1: Hey, you know, (laughs) they am they there are toys for that. If you love me and treat me right, and you make me laugh, I'm willing to. Well, I don't know. I've been
3: small
1: guys. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Wow, there are some too small that it's not like. But anyway, that's not the point. Sense of humor goes a long way.
0: All right. (laughs) So, my second movie. Again, um, I'm gonna. I'm doing this to gauge and see if I can still get. A reaction the same way I did the first time I ever brought this movie up in our current company. But my second movie is a Stephen King movie starring James Caan and Kathy Bates. It is misery. Another
1: (laughs) James Caan movie, too.
0: And Dre's sitting there shaking his head. I shake my ankle.
3: I'm saying At like, least he didn't chop his feet off in the movie. Should, listen, listen, gotta prove it. I don't know why, but the visual... You'd uh, rather uh, have that. I'd probably rather, rather have him chop, chop the foot off. I mean, like, listen, cause,
0: cause that that ankle shot. Ooh, God
3: damn
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that That one scene alone with... And you don't get a big, huge, overly drawn-out shot of it, but you get the shot of her swinging the damn hammer and hitting the side of his freaking foot and you see the foot go and you're like. And the
1: thing is you're supposed to imagine it. That's the thing with horror. When, when something is in your face blatantly violent or bloody or whatever, it's not scary because fear lives in your imagination. So when you can see part of it, but not all of it, that's when it's really scary. At least to me, because you don't
3: really know i wasn't scared the movie it just literally
0: literally just hurt hurt the ankle all right so i think about it yeah
1: hey she won the oscar
0: the (laughs) the big thing for me is um the fact that i've been a lover of writing probably since right around the time that i saw this movie and the fact to know that james conn paul sheldon is a writer leaving his mountain resort after finishing a book and crashes his car and then gets held captive by a psycho fan. I mean, that shit alone fucked me up. And it's one of those things that as a kid, I thought, oh, wow, that's kind of cool. fan. <laughs> <don't
1: think> that, <laughs> that,
0: that shit happens a lot more often than you think it does. <laughs> well, and the fact
1: that after she breaks his ankles, she's like, God, I love you. I'm like, oh,
3: yeah, it was god. so chilling. It was so chilling. So with,
0: with dead eyes, was, oh god. There is <laughs> there is a legitimate reason why Kathy Bates won the Oscar for that performance. Can she, we make a, a third
1: icon part. and throw Kathy Bates in there because she is also a freaking queen? Well, even in The Water Boy, she is amazing.
0: But she
3: always plays somebody mean. Like she always plays not always? Name, name one thing she was playing
2: by me. That show uh, was high on Netflix. She was definitely mean as she was. She was mean.
3: She
1: had to be. Oh, she, uh,
2: she was mean as hell on that one. She, she, she wasn't character. mean
1: in um, *American the Office*. Mean. She was nice. Yeah, she was kind of mean in the office. She
2: brought Holly back.
1: American outlaws.
0: She wasn't mean in American outlaws. Oh, I was just saying, Don't you dare say American Horror Story because she's evil no. in every <laughs> one of <her laughs> You yeah, my point. exactly. She's, she's, she's the evil me, but she's, she's
3: really known in the world. as has the yeah. nicest person yeah. in the world. So, right. she's to, 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 to put that switch is amazing. She she
1: wasn't mean in Titanic.
3: Mm-hmm. She was the bitch in Titanic. No, she wasn't. No, come was on. No,
1: well, she wasn't. He was she was like, a hey, you money person. Door.
3: She didn't like, she, she didn't like Leo. She, yeah, she, she was did. Mean.
1: She gave him a tux.
3: Oh, well, fuck the movie. She, she was not.
1: <laughs> I think you're thinking of Rose's mom. Yeah, Rose's mom. She mean was mean to the
0: rich people. And those yeah, rich people she was have so money, sold money and they
1: didn't accept her.
3: Well, anyway, that's fine. just saying. Yeah, that's,
1: that's. Hey, if you can play evil well, you keep doing it. I mean, she wasn't mean enough. <laughs> I mean she did what she had to do. That's not the same as breaking someone's ankles just for fun.
3: <laughs> Oof, goodness, that fucking Dolores
1: oh, Claiborne did oh, what Lord. she had to do, bro.
0: <laughs> anyway. With that said, um, yeah. So that's my number. That's my two. Um, so just so everybody can remember, um, we were trying, we came up with this idea to try and help all the listeners get to know the members of the network a little bit better. So um, in review, we had Harvey had uh Godfather and Malcolm X. Kendra had Rudolph and mm-hmm. Toy Story Four. Four Dre had the Five Heartbeats and Antoine Fisher. Antoine, which Fisher. Antoine
3: Fisher. Fisher, which, which I just I just put on.
1: Nice. I'm
0: gonna put on Roger Rabbit. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I got the freaking Blu-ray sitting right here. Um, Disney Plus. Amanda, Amanda had um,
1: Halloween.
0: Halloween. Say it. Halloween. And um,
1: Dead Poet Society. She just
0: Dead Poet Society. And then I had Roger Rabbit and Misery. I kind of wanted to go a little bit. Everybody's heard in the last two years me talk about what my three favorite movies of all time are. And I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole. And I figure I went down
2: a different rabbit hole. Yes. Wait, that is
1: a slow clap.
0: (laughs) And I've hyped definitely and I've to tip your waitress over the last couple weeks that I wasn't going down that road either so but yes we have what 10 great movies I highly personally recommend everybody that listens to the show go watch all ten of these movies they are great definitely. movies and some of them probably will be coming up in This our third year on the air. Definitely, Malcolm X. Um, (laughs) Dead Poet Society has been one that we've talked about a couple of times. Roger Rabbit needs to be given some attention as well. Um, We talked about Misery before, and obviously, we need to talk more Toy Story because I think we only briefly touched on the first one. The first one. Yeah. So, if Kendra wants to come back and join us and talk more Toy Story, we are gladly willing to come back and talk. Not
1: two.
0: Okay, I'll we'll be skip here ahead. for
1: three with a box of Kleenex. We'll oh. we'll skip
0: ahead. We'll throw two to the back of the pack, and we'll go right to Toy Story three.
2: My
0: heart. So, yay! That was fun. I am. Definitely excited to be starting year number three officially. Well, this is February 10th that you guys will be hearing this. So, so Casey year three to... will be starting Wednesday morning. Casey, February you want... Yes.
3: Sorry. quick. since we do have us want to talk about our favorite movies. Um uh by the time it's come out this is in 18 days, I'm pretty sure that the I did not make these rankings podcast favorite movies bracket will will be done because uh, it's a small bracket. So yeah. if, if you don't mind uh, to get us know us better, I would like to announce all of our picks.
1: I like that
3: idea. Go ahead. Okay. I got it right Good here. I don't remember what all I picked.
1: <laughs> I, I only remember a couple of mine.
3: <laughs> so Casey, <laughs> Casey, number one. So I'm going eight eight to one. So number eight is Fair's Bears Day Off. Number seven, The Breakfast Club. Number six, Beetlejuice. Number Beetlejuice. five, Beverly Hills Cop. Number four, Nightmare on Elm Street. Number three, The Green Mile. Number two, Star Wars Episode Five. And number one, The Crow. I didn't hear misery
1: Literally, in there. I...
0: So. The this round will be over with by the time this episode airs, anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I literally just voted for Goonies to beat The Breakfast Club, and The Breakfast Club is one of my movies. Wait,
2: are Is Beetlejuice? I thought I picked that. <laughs> uh,
0: well, Kendra, l- l- let's go. I'm,
3: I'm, 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 only, I'm only going off with what, what Casey sent me. So, Kendra, number eight, The Goonies. Number seven, perks of being a wallflower. Mm, love that movie. Number six, bridesmaids. Number five, a goofy movie. Number four, Gremlins. Number three, Saved. Number two, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and number one, Drop Dead Fred.
1: Bold mm. choice there with Drop Dead Fred, but I love number that movie. Number one, I yeah.
3: It's I great a great essay I about
2: even it. Phoebe Cates. I mean, and Gremlins. She's like two yeah. movies.
3: Uh, So, Harvey's not here, but I would say Harvey's as well. Number eight, Better Off Dead. Number seven, Rushmore. Number six, seven. (laughs) Number number five, Reservoir Dogs. Number four, The Legend of Billie Jean. Number three, The Color Purple. Number two, number two, The Godfather Part Two. And number one, The Godfather. The Godfather. (laughs) That totally surprises me. Uh, Amanda, you Amanda. Yet, nope, nope. All right, Amanda. You and Amanda are Amanda, uh, number eight, Dead Poor Society, number seven, Ghostbusters, number th- six, Clue, number five, The Karate Kid, number four, Selena, number three, Crazy Stupid Love, number two, Almost Famous. And number one, Halloween.
1: Almost Famous is getting dominated right now. That's okay.
3: Uh, and then last but not least, num- for me, number eight, Who Framed Roger Rabbit?
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, number seven, Sin City. Number six, The Dark Knight. Number five, The Five Heartbeats. Number four, don't be a miss, South Central while drinking your juice in the hood.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, number three, Harlem Knights, number two, Forrest Gump, and number one, obviously, is coming to America because the best obviously. time, we've ever obviously. But uh, we are, like I said, we are, uh, by the time this comes out, uh, probably we hopefully be done by this with this. Yeah. Um, uh, and I know uh, we started this because Casey wanted to do this, so we're going to do some collaborations with that as well. It's um, fun, but- I like it. But I do like it. Uh, I'm literally about to post the the results of The Breakfast Club versus The Goonies. Um, (gasps) uh, On Twitter Along, The Breakfast Club wins. Wow, uh, really? By 57% of the votes. But it depends on on Facebook.
1: I mean, they're both great movies. I just, Mm. and I guess it depends on who's voting. Although, really, it should be the same age people with Goonies and Breakfast Club. I just, Mm -hmm. I feel like Goonies is such uh, a... More of an adventure movie that I felt like that's why I voted for it.
3: But, I've I voted for The Breakfast Club because I think the I love Club The is Literally, Club. Yeah. literally, the, the most perfect movie I've ever seen in my life. Per the perfect it's
1: movie, so good. It's I just so had such a crush on Judd Nelson.
2: Woo. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <It's> Emilio.
1: <laughs> no, it was it was Jud. Between that and Saint Elmo's Fire, he was so hot in Saint almost Fire, <laughs> even though he was a dick. <laughs> Emilio was creepy in Saint almost Fire. That turned me <laughs> off for him. <laughs> Ha a stalker.
0: <laughs> All right, so for those of you guys who listen, thank you very much. For those of you guys that have been here for the last two years and over 120 episodes so far, thank you so much. You guys are the reason why Amanda and I keep doing these episodes each and every week. We love and appreciate every one of you guys. I know I say it each and every week, but you guys deserve all the love and respect for being here because without you guys, we wouldn't have a show and just be two people sitting here talking about movies. So
1: Sorry. Real quick. The week after this drops, I just today posted my 99th episode of The Sip List. So when I get back from vacation... (laughs) we will finally be able to post our 100th episode collaboration that we did back in September. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. We recorded wow. it in September, and I just now i am hitting 100.
0: Well, so. I mean, somebody did take kind of a little bit of a hiatus from about mid-October until the beginning of January.
1: The simplest definitely went on the back burner with all the network stuff, and I'm not complaining. I just didn't do weekly episodes like I should have, so – Yes. But um, follow the week network. following this episode, you will get our 100th episode celebration, <laughs> and it was fucking great.
0: <laughs> oh lord! Shenanigans yeah. galore. <laughs> that is Mount Sipmore for you. So definitely check that out when it drops. Um, Kendra, famous yes. slug time for you.
2: Oh, just uh, go to crushgasmpodcast.com. There's podcasts, there's articles, there's top tens, there's everything. Go. (laughs) Now. Go
1: now. And
0: and now I can hopefully officially say I'll be appearing on Crushgasm that much more before Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Whichever one of us comes first. I'm more than happy to let Harvey go first. I whatever happens, it happens. It is what it is. We'll all get our time. Even if some of us have already had two times on crush gasm. Double.
1: Speaking of multiples are always good on crush gasm.
0: <laughs> oh lord. Okay, well then speaking of multiples on crush gasm, Dre. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about everything that you're involved in. First and
3: first, thank you for having me on. Uh, Always have a good time on the show. Um, uh, um, And I'm I'm really happy to have you guys and Harvey um, as the podcast uh, network. Um, We started this thing, uh, what, fall of last year? And yeah, and it's so much fun, and we could conf- be we confiding each other. We talk to each other about more serious than the podcasting, and it's it's going to a lot more than uh, than just podcast. So I say it before, heart-
0: and I'll say it again. This is becoming family to me. I can't speak for the rest of you guys, but Amanda and Kendra are like sisters. Dre, you and Harvey are like brothers to me. So,
3: so I do want to say thank you for bottom of my heart. Uh, and hope we can make some more magic later down the line. My name is G. Robinson and the Goonies just beat the breakfast club by 53%. Ooh, and nice. these are, and these are my friends, <laughs> my friends.
0: <laughs> all right, Amanda, other than the 100th episode celebration live from Oklahoma City.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, have- cheers to us. For two, clink, clink 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 for two years of podcast magic and two years of friendship two plus years and all that stuff that comes with it you are my plobster. and i love you um also please check out crime rewind my new podcast with shanna where we're visiting cold cases and trying to bring new light to those the 100th episode should be coming up next week and then Sometime in February, my next episode that I want to get done and hopefully I can get us all together for it is in honor of Black History Month, our top five Black movies that are not focused on Black trauma. So I want to talk about, you know, House Party and Friday and The Best Man and I don't know, I can't think of it. I have a whole list. I made like a really long list. So just movies that celebrate the culture celebrate being black but aren't focused on the things that are traumatic about it because there's so much more to being black than that not that i know but that's my opinion so
3: (laughs) well you're not wrong
1: i mean those movies are important don't get me wrong but black history month can also be about just celebrating Celebrating being a black human in this fucked up world (laughs) And Waiting to Exhale will probably be my number one, just FYI. <laughs> so, yeah, other than that, I don't know what else is coming up this month. Um, actually, Jamaica. next week as you're getting this, you will be getting my our top five vacation movies episode. So look for that.
0: That was a fun episode to do. It was. Um. Again, I want to piggyback off of what Amanda said. Um, this spring, early summer will be, what, three years since we met each other, and we've been doing the podcast thing for uh, just over two years since i made my debut on The Sip List, mm-hmm. rapidly coming up on two and a half years, and then an evening at the movies launched, and you fucked up my Stand By Me episode, but... We re-recorded Shit it. Shit happens, we, bro. Hey, I'm the one that freaking hasn't downloaded two episodes in the last 6 months or the last 6 you weeks. You fucked up months.
1: the Lion King episode. Yeah, we recorded Stand By Me and my computer died because it accidentally came unplugged and I lost the whole episode. It was not great. In case he showed up right. to the Lion King hungover so we had to re-record it.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I did. He fucked you up. Yeah. <laughs> Karaoke fucked him up.
0: Yeah. Um, definitely, though, um, you definitely more than anybody in the world, no offense to anybody in the world, have become my sister from another mister. There is nobody in the world. I I love my network, but and yeah, I did not make these rankings podcast network, but I would not be part of this network if it wasn't for you. So I love you, Plobster. and thank you for doing this two-year journey with me. Here's to many more anniversaries and lots more podcast gold as well. And we've got all kinds of stuff coming up in the next few months on an evening at the movies. I'm not going to list it all. It's
1: Thank you. I have to be love you
0: in that case I will take my never mind I won't take my but definitely guys um, thank you guys for being here I love you guys all and I love the dozens as well and
3: millions and
0: millions millions. one million dollars (laughs) and nope you know what i welcomed everybody so we're gonna toss the ball over and have amanda send us out so queenie take it away
1: thank you everybody for listening and we hope you come back for an evening at the movies goodbye it's time to come
4: together